Welcome to For What It's Worth podcast. I'm your host, David Oglesby, along with my co-host, Bronson Stewart, from the heart of Franklin, Texas. Each week, we talk about topics ranging from sports to politics to pop culture, but our ultimate goal is to weave the truth of Jesus into everything we do. Thanks for joining us today. If you like what you hear, please share it, subscribe, and mention it to a friend. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of For What It's Worth. And we're back more better we're back more better more better i don't even know this we're back different than we were two weeks ago we are we are officially back baby new studio together 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 not separate back in studio for what it's worth we're back together and we are grateful you're here listening to us as we've got a big show today if you are one of our seven faithful listeners we're so grateful you're tuning in if you're one of our seven faithful listeners and you're not a sports fan thank you uh maybe this isn't a huge episode for you but i promise that uh, we will we will work it in we've got a lot of rundown and a, a lot of things that we jumped into last week or two weeks ago uh, just a lot has changed as we sit today september Sorry, September. September 3rd. Today. Believe that. Sorry, September. And officially, football is off. We had a great night last night. Boise State, Central Florida. Thoughts there? Well, I watched the recap. Uh, I was at I was or, I was at a football game, and so I didn't get to watch it. Um, but I'm I'm impressed with with Gus. I've never been a big Gus fan. So no Auburn been, fan ever. Because. <laughs> Cause he, cause he was an Auburn guy, um, but I think he's gonna do a good job there at USC, and they, they pulled the, they pulled the comeback. You said again, UFC. So it's not a fighting league. It's UCF. UCF. Yeah, uh, top notch. Might as well be top notch breakdown there. Ohio State, Minnesota. Uh, We'll get to that a little bit in our Big Ten. So we're just kind of picking our conferences. You weren't uh, impressed with Ohio State. I was not Um, impressed with Ohio State. I was disappointed. Happily disappointed. I got you. The uh, row the boat Gophers, uh, the the boat hit some hit some sand. That sand was Ohio State. I thought that was Minnesota's best chance, maybe ever. New quarterback versus veteran quarterback. A lot of chances there. They didn't get it done. Um, but football is back. It was back on TV. Shout out to the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, seven of our listeners, uh, about half of them are Vol fans, GBOs. Sorry. Uh, and they looked not great, but that's that's an improvement for Tennessee football. <laughs> very, to move from big improvement. To look not great. Heupel, new coach. Milton, new quarterback. Checkerboarded the end zones at Neyland. All the things that Vols do to win, and they won. And somehow, uh, I look on Twitter this morning, the source of all truth and knowledge in our world, and Vol fans are not happy. I don't understand. Uh, no, no, they're never happy. They're never happy. Never. So over under five wins for Tennessee, it, that, that doesn't look good. Uh, we'll see. I, I say over. I think Tennessee's going to be just fine. I think, I, I think Max maybe seven, Hype, six. Hypo's going to be Hypo's uh, going to be a great coach. A couple things we talked on last uh, time we were here. You weren't here. We've withdrawn from Afghanistan. Uh, we've left Americans behind. We've left Afghan translators who served with us behind. We've left military service dogs behind, and like seven hundred billion dollars in equipment. Uh, anything there? You didn't. You didn't get to weigh in on that. That seems like a good plan, doesn't it? It seems like a great plan. It's a flawless plan at that. I saw a picture of the White House with the Trader Joe's logo on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds like a great plan, and. Um, 
In other news of things that are going swimmingly, the uh, COVID vaccine is so great, we now have a booster for it already. Uh, that makes you feel really good, I feel like, about just the confidence in that, that the first vaccine made it six months. Well, you had to have two shots first. Now you need three. Probably 15 days to slow the spread has just basically turned into like three shots, four boosters, two masks every 60 days to slow the spread, right? That's kind of right. what it feels like. Makes a lot of sense. Um, We've got some incredible data. I think one of the things your state, Florida, our state, Texas, the reason it's under attack so much is that when you see states like Texas, the way they do school or the way they've done the government or whatever in this whole lockdown, Tennessee a little bit, although uh, parts of it have waffled, um, you know, the reason that I think others are after it is because you, right now there is an apples to apples comparison. You, you can look and say, well, Texas handled this one way, New York handled it a different way, and here's the result. It right. is, it is. So if they can get one of those states to tumble, uh, and so you know, when you're when we're able to look, there's some places where we're just seeing really good. Australia had the sh the toughest lockdowns in the whole world. Oh, I mean, I'm watching videos of them using yeah police helicopters to track down teenagers, and now they've come out and they've cut all lockdowns they said clearly it didn't work israel the most vaccinated country in the world nine thousand percent case increase hawaii oregon have are at 400 500 consecutive days of mask mandates listen at the end of the day it's a virus it runs its course if you're elderly if you're susceptible get the virus be careful stay home you mean the vaccine the vaccine don't get the virus get the vaccine well that is what they're doing they're giving you the virus uh man-made versus a human or a natural but at the end of the day there are some things eat healthy quit work out <laughs> this drives me crazy that we sent we sent money like we de we deemed mcdonald's necessary <laughs> necessary anyways so work out get sunlight eat your vitamins pray and guess what uh what the lord uh plans for your life is not going to be changed you cannot change god's plan for your life period. Uh, and so we digress. And today we do what we like to do, which is we take some of the serious right there and we jump into some fun. And tonight it is fun because the Franklin Lions open Lions, baby. their 2021-2022 season at home finally. Last week in Lorena, close game, 27-20. Okay. Uh, Lions rushed for 450 yards, passed for 51. That's pretty good, though, for us. Throw, throw the ball for 51 yards. Uh, Bryson Washington looks unstoppable. Just a really talented kid. Tonight, it's the Battle of 79. This is your first experience. My with first the experience. Battle of 79. These two teams, Franklin versus Hearn, separated by a whole 11 miles. We got to go to Hearn for Sonic or McDonald's or... Uh, Mary's or Amaz shout outs. Uh, shout out. So, you know, we we do a lot of our life in Hearn. And so it's a big matchup. And a couple things that jump out to me is that it's going to be messy. Hearn is, um, you know, it's. There'll be some fights. There, there, there will be. It'll be, it'll be, be a, a little chipping. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of drawing. And, uh, and we'll see. Hearn is coming off a 36 6 victory at Trinity last week. Uh, last year's game was canceled due to COVID. And so 2019, Franklin won 49-6. to 
And uh, and I think that it, it'll be a good test, mental test this week, not yeah. a physical test. I, Franklin is far superior, but it'll be a good mental test. A couple things you're going to look for if you're heading out to the game. Hearn is going to blitz the house. It's what they do. We played teams like this when I coached in Tennessee. Hearn reminds me of a Memphis team to a T. They're going to put man on your corners because their corners are athletic, and they're just going to blitz the house. They don't necessarily get their gap right. They don't necessarily get their assignment right. But they are well, coming. coming. They are coming. And so you get them, there's no second level. If you get to the second level, you're gone. If you if you don't get out of the backfield, it's going to be a long night. And so I'll look for Franklin 42 to 20, 49 to 20, something like that is where I would put I'll it. I'll be able to put in input next year. Yeah, I think uh, Hearn, Hearn is going to throw the ball. They're going to be spread, but they're also going to go under center. And, uh, and it's going to be a good time there. And so we're excited. We're headed to fish at the New Baden General Store, oh, and then we're headed to the game. And so David and I'll sit next to each other and uh, digress all of this. In, all our of nice, our, in our nice season ticket Season seat. ticket seats, 50-yard line, baby. We're living right. We're living life. We're going to hit that up, and we'll bring you a report next week. Next week, big game. Franklin okay. plays Cameron. Okay. Yo. And that will be in Cameron. Uh, How far is Cameron from here? It, it's, a, it's a bit of a drive. A bit of a drive. But uh, Cameron, bigger school. And I put the beat down on the Franklin Lions last year. So we will uh, we'll get to that. But what we want to do today, really two things that uh, highlight everything because it is football time. Hallelujah. Let's go. Praise the Lord. Let's go. So Saturdays will no longer be boring. David's desire for the podcast today was to break down the divisions and conferences, both of the NFL and the college football power five conferences. So let's run down. Let's see what you got. Uh, we'll talk about it and we'll go from there. Let's start in the AFC. This is where if we had a sound effect, wah, 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 it would go right here. But we're going to talk at the AFC East. Who do you got coming out of the AFC East? Give me a little, give me a little uh, time to think. Why don't you go ahead real quick? Uh, this was your idea. You don't have, you don't have true. a response prepared? That's not true. No, no, no. I, if you oh go my. back in our text, oh my I gosh. said let's focus on college football. Oh this my week gosh! And do NFL next week. Okay, well we're gonna stick. We're gonna we'll do both. Uh, we'll do both. We're gonna do both because if you, I'll probably just press it up. Okay, so uh, division long held by the Patriots this year, uh, Bills last year. I got the Dolphins this year. I'm on the, the I'm, I'm on the Tua train, and I've got the Dolphins coming out of the AFC East. Wow, really? I don't have internet at your house. Can you imagine that? Your student pass doesn't have internet at your house. You got the what, what, who you got? Uh, I just I really like Mac Jones. And hear me out. Two is a two is a. I love Tua, but I think I think Mac Jones is in a better system. All right, he's gonna. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna gonna succeed. Kind of like I feel like Tom Brady. Um, he's gonna thrive in the system. That's one thing. Two, their defense sucked last year because all their players were out. They didn't want to play because of COVID. All of them are back. Dante Hightower, people like that. Their defense is going to be. Can you name back players that didn't? Can you name players that didn't play at the at um, University of Alabama? The, the twins, the McCordy twins. Okay. They played. There you go. Uh, Gilmore, Congratulations, Gilmore, Stephen Gilmore. Plays for them. Okay, I so think, you're taking the I'm, Pats. I'm taking the Pats. Here's the good news: those two play each other week one. We'll know. 
This, we, we this should, sounds we like a friendly gonna, rivalry there. Okay, AFC North Steelers. Uh, Steelers have been the dominant um, in the AFC North. Who do you have there? I think this. I, I agree with that. And the addition of Najee is huge. huge. More Alabama players. He is going. I mean, other players from other do. other players from other universities do go to the NFL. If you're out there, I know, but they're not on par with what Alabama produces. Sorry. Well, don't want to burst your bubble. <clears throat> I'm going to shock you here. Okay, I Man. just Najee's going to be a, a force to be reckoned with. I got you. Uh, Baltimore Ravens are going to win the AFC North. I and don't know. Lamar Jackson, I can't stand as a person, but professionally, the guy is incredible. And so he's an athlete, dude. He's athlete. He's more than an athlete. Put me down. Although the Ravens lost David Cully, steal by the Texans. <laughs> yeah, I told you what to do. Coach of the year. Okay, so let's go to the AFC South. Okay, Texans. Mm, Our Jags. Houston Texans. You're, you're going. No, if I if I have to be realistic with myself, well, I'd I'd probably, ideally that's the that's. I it. would probably say the Colts. The Colts, okay. Mm-hmm. If Carson Wentz can get his crap together, because they haven't got off on the right foot. Okay. You know he, uh, I think he hurt it. He injured his foot. Yeah. So he's been he's been out with some time, and then and then he got COVID. It's <laughs> unfortunate. So, so he really hasn't he really hasn't been with the team much. And so they've gotten off on the wrong foot. I feel like if they can turn that around and he can kind of get back to the Carson Wentz MVP year where he would have won the MVP if he wouldn't have got hurt, I think I think the Colts will, can do some some damage. And even though I don't like to say that, but that's just kind of the that's just kind of the truth. Everybody knows what I'm who I'm picking here. Lifelong Texans fan. You can't. I just Listen. Went, I just was realistic. Here we go. I could have said the Jags. Here's who's going to win. I was it. realistic. It's at the Colts. The Tennessee Titans are going to win the AFC South. Oh, okay. As, do you have no idea? When I moved to Tennessee, we had a Texans. You don't have in Tennessee. You don't have to have a license plate on the front of your vehicle. So we got a Texans sticker for the front of our license plate. And a friend of ours, Tyler Gamble, unbeknownst to us, took it off and placed a Titans That's bumper hilarious. on the front of our license plate for for a, a very long extended period of time. And he would routinely try to bribe our girls. And our, our girls would go by him on Sunday mornings and say, Boo, Titans. Boo, Titans. <laughs> and all he did was love us and let us go to Titans games when the Texans would come to Nashville. And so, here you go. For Tyler Gamble, I got the Titans taking the AFC South. I like The it. lean, mean, fighting Texas Aggie quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. My fantasy running back, Derrick Henry. Titans like take the South. So far, we're 0 for 3 just, on agreement. I, think, I just read and heard a lot about uh, how their defense has kind of declined from last year. You read a newspaper article online? I, I read a few articles. As most people do. Watched some videos. Uh, okay. And the one place I think we'll all agree, AFC West, maybe instead of who, uh, why, how, how big will the Chiefs win the division by? I don't think it would be close. Yeah, I agree. So, we finally have an agreement here. Will they play 17 games? 17 games this year. I think I think they could easily win 14 of those games. Probably, I agree. Probably 15. Chiefs, the Chiefs are loaded. Yes. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Elair also on Bronson's team. fantasy team. Uh, look fantastic. And Patrick Mahomes continues to get better. Tyreek Hill, unstoppable. Travis Kelsey, also on my fantasy football team. Okay, shout out. Man, you just like to draft Chiefs players. You know the other... Uh, Teams. I when like, did you draft Kelsey? What round? Uh, I think it was the fifth guy I drafted. Okay. Good. 
Maybe the fourth guy. It was a NFL steal. It was a steal, yeah. yeah. Well, in um, our league, there was that run on quarterback. I mean, people are literally taking quarterbacks in the first overall pick. I was the it's, last person to take quarterbacks. Who knows? Time will tell. So, uh, let's go to the NFC. Okay. NFC West. To me, this one is wide open. The experts have the Rams taking the NFC West. Rams, who do you have out there? I really... So, Sean McVay goes out. And he gets a quarterback that fits his system. Got him. And and I know Matthew Stafford hasn't been like flashy in the past couple of years, probably in the last four or five years. But I think he's going to really thrive with Sean McVay. I think I think he's going to get the ball, the Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Cooper um, Cup, Robert Woods is on my team, Tyler Higby. Um, I, I I think he's going to get the ball around, and then. And then they just uh, they just picked up Sony Michelle, so and so I think I think they're gonna have a good offense. Their defense is obviously one of the best defenses in yeah. the league. He, I mean, Aaron Donald could be a defensive by himself and win games. It's so, really crazy that league has the Cardinals with JJ Watt, with DeAndre, with Kyler Murray. I think it'll be a close. I really do think it'll be a close second. And yet, I think it'll be close, but I think the Rams pulled out. I'm telling you right now, who's gonna win it? NFC West, Seahawks. The Seahawks. That's always such a good division. They get it together. Now, that's become a really competitive. Will Seattle bring fans back? That's a big piece. Teams don't win in Seattle. It's a hard place to play. So that right there has you eight wins right there. Win your home games, which Seattle does. Russ Wilson, a member of uh, Bronson's fantasy football team as well. So we're just tracking there. NFC South. This is where your New Orleans Saints uh, set up shop. What do you think there, NFC South? New quarterback, Jameis Winston. Can the Saints uh, have a little magic? Uh, I think I think Jameis Winston will. I think it's one, he got eye surgery. It's going to help. Okay. Throw it in. <laughs> okay. okay. But he wasn't. Minus interceptions, he threw a lot of touchdowns. And, and I just think under Sean Payton, he's going to turn things around. I don't think he's going to throw 20 interceptions. That was a really uh, that was a really deep analysis that you just said right there. Well, I think it all just revolves around Jameis Winston. If he didn't turn the ball over as much I mean, and he threw sense. more touchdowns, he'd be really good. Right, it makes sense. If we score more points than the other team, we're likely to win. Look, I'm very basic, and people understand that. I got gotcha. you. Throw well, less interceptions, throw more touchdowns. At the end of the day, there's only one team in the NFC South that I don't uh, think they'll win it, but it's the Buccaneers. They return 22 starters. I thought they returned. Oh, wait, never mind. 22. That's 11 and 11. Now, Aggie fans like to play with 12 sometimes, but that's it. Uh, Let's go NFC North. A lot of excitement there. Your boy, Aaron Rodgers. I do like Rodgers! He said he was never playing for the Packers again. Here he is. And on Sunday, the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers will be Aaron Aaron Never say never. Frederick Rodgers. Man. What do you got there? Who's in the NFC North? Justin Fields. The Bears going to take it. Yeah, but you you say Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is starting, but yes. you think he starts the whole year. So well, I think that I think if the Bears are going to win the division, it's going to be right. with Andy Dalton, not with Justin Fields. Right. So I don't see the Bears. I th- I, I think they come. They're going to be middle. The, they're going to be like third. I think they're third. Vikings? Who you got? Vikings. If 
I'm just not high on Kirk Cousins. It's hard to be high on Kirk Cousins. He just, I don't think he's a good quarterback. Is it because he's, he's bottom half? Is it because he's unvaccinated? Are you targeting him nope. because he's not one bit. I'm not even bad. So. <laughs> um, but I do just, you have a pick in the division, or are you just gonna make sound effects I, in the microphone? Scrap. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my make. Uh, I don't know. I'm up in the air. Okay, I'm gonna take the Packers. I'm gonna take the Packers because. Aaron Rodgers has something to prove. They're loaded. We don't. We don't even need. Can to we go talk through. about this? Do yeah. you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Green Bay Packer next year? Next year? No. I don't know. He's he's old. Uh, so yeah, let's go. Let's so go to the old. NFC. Let's finish off with the NFC East. Another Alabama quarterback is in the NFC East. Who do you have in the East? Well, definitely not the Eagles. Giants. Definitely not the Giants. Not the Eagles. The Washington football team that yes. plays football in the in the <laughs> district of what's their name? I think How can they have not figured out a name yet? I thought that I thought it was going to happen this year. I thought they said we'll play as the Washington football team, and then then we're going to announce to you our <laughs> I, new mascot. I think I heard somewhere that they really like it and they might keep it. <laughs> Literally, their mascot is the team. How do you? What does that mascot look like? Football. Like, have you ever seen those those uh, guys at baseball games, the mascots with, like, what's his name? He's one of them. He's just got a big baseball as a head. Oh, Mr. Met. Mr. Met. Yeah. That's what the Washington football team is. Maybe it, the, the Washington football team would be, like, a mascot, and it's got, like, a bar coming out from each side with other people sitting on it. Like, maybe that's what it is. Mm. It's a big I mascot. Be, I, I think Washington, um, they okay. got a really good defense, young defense. Well, they got a good mixture of veteran and young. And so, um, I think if they can figure out all offensively, Antonio Gibson, I've talked a lot about him. He's on both my fantasy football teams. Uh, they want to they want to use him like Carolina uses okay. Christian well, McCaffrey. And so, we'll see how that pans out. Um, he's he's really high on a lot of people fantasy wise. I think he's going to have a really good year. Um, and uh, and so and then you got Terry McLaurin, who has been a stud since he came into the league. And so, we'll see if, if Fitzmagic can can make things happen. Okay, put this podcast in the Podcast Hall of Fame. Not only have I already picked the Tennessee Titans, mm-hmm. not only did I go way out on a limb and pick the Seahawks. Are That's you, not way out on a limb. Are you ready? Fran Sirely, are you ready for me to pick, You're not gonna pick the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, to you win the Dallas? NFC East. You Dallas? The Dallas Cowboys. What? Mark it down right now. I'll never pick the September, Dallas September, whatever this is. The third. I'll never pick the Dallas Cowboys. They just disappoint every year. Nah, it's the they Cowboys. They disappoint every year. I'm, I'm are, you on the, are you on the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year, train? No. Here's the train I'm on. I'm on the train that we're doing a party on Thursday night when the Cowboys play the Buccaneers. And I'm. Who's we? Who's and, we? Who, uh, and why haven't I got an invite? Well, you're not in my Bible study. So? You got your own group. So me and my me and our guys, and so the Dallas Cowboys. So there you have it. If you listen to me, uh, you're going to get one completely different set of playoffs than David. Always. But here's the fun thing. Let's just throw it out here. Who do you have in the Super Bowl mm. for the season? Ever kicks off two teams. Tampa Bay Chiefs. Ten, a repeat. Repeat. Okay, and I'm going to give you one better. Chiefs. Okay. Packers. Mm. Chiefs Packers. Mark it down right here. David's got Chiefs Tampa Bay. 
part two. Our Chiefs Packers. All right, let's go to college football. There we go. Thank let's go to know. college football. It is back. Praise the Lord. We got a full slate of games, and tomorrow is going to be bananas. On Sunday, uh, I'm preaching on marriage. Okay. Preach on marriage on Sunday, and so typically when I preach on marriage, things get kind of tense in the house because the enemy attacks. And so on yesterday, uh, no, maybe it was Wednesday. Uh, maybe it was Wednesday. Leah said, uh, so we're just talking in the chair. And I just said, hey, honey, just to make sure we're all on the same page, Saturday morning, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to sit right there. And do not plan for me to be anywhere else than that spot till like 11 p.m. And I, I need some sausage balls, some pigs in a blanket, Please. and some wings. Can I come over? And... She was like, thank you for overly communicating this, that there's no expectation for you to be a useful human being in this home on Saturday. So I can't wait. Huge matchups, huge, huge games. Uh, I don't know. There's a there's a million ways for us to do this, but uh, what Let's do you... Let's break those down. Let's break down some of the big week one matchups. A lot of games this week. A lot of games this break week. Break it down. So is we there... Let's start with Alabama. Miami. Yeah, that's a 2.30 game. It's not even um, going to be a game. Okay. You, you... Can we stop there? Okay, sure. I mean, we can do whatever we I don't want think, to do. I don't, I don't think Miami's got a chance. I don't care what people say. Alabama's favored by 20, basically. Nick Saban always uh, plays well. I, I would agree with you. Uh, I think there's two there's two matchups that really jump out to people, um, most importantly. Clemson, Georgia. Mm, I mean, really good my goodness. It's going to be a really good game. <laughs> well, I, I'm... I'm even though I have this, not deep hate, but like service level hate for Clemson, just because Alabama plays them, we just we're just championship teams. Do you we just play in the national championship oh almost every gosh. year, and so it's like it's like a fun little rivalry. Um, I, I like Dabo; he's a great dude, great coach. I think Clemson wins. I yeah, think- I, it's real to me. This is a toss up. Clemson is favored, but it is such a toss up because the first game of the season. You, you, just, you just never know. I, I really could see Georgia winning this and then Clemson coming all the way back uh, and this being a matchup, not not to kind of give... But uh, here's a really good question. A lot of people have JT Daniels as a top three SEC quarterback. Well, JT you, Daniels statistically is the number two favorite in the Heisman. That's I know. Listen, I don't that's know. That's to me. People follow computers more than they uh, do their eyes. This is like follow the science. People think he's, <laughs> so, people think he's better than Bryce Young. And Bryce Young is, hey, let's let's look at this funny one. Sark at Texas. That's a three thirty game on Fox playing Louisiana Lafayette, who's ranked preseason ranked in the top twenty five. Uh, I think that's one that would jump out to people. You got any? Th- I mean, how about this? Texas. How many? Not to jump ahead. You got Texas. In one of the top two teams in the Big 12, yes or no? I would say top two. Okay, you got them in the top two. Okay. Top two. I don't have them winning it. I got you. And then there's the two big, big 10 matchups. Penn State, Wisconsin, and uh, Indiana, State. Iowa. At the end of the day, Iowa. I don't really care what goes on in the Big 10. No. Under the radar game. Okay. I think it's got all the fireworks. going to be a fun 6 o'clock game. Tune it on and you just use it to switch back and forth from the Georgia-Clemson game. That's Houston and Texas Tech at NRG. 
You got any thoughts there? No. Fireworks, baby. <laughs> no, I do not have any thoughts. Fireworks. The Cougs coming to play. I'll cheer for, I'll cheer for Houston. Okay. Cougs coming to play. I am excited. A lot of people call University of Houston a poor man's Texas Tech. And um, so maybe Houston's head for the Big 12. We see that news. Houston, Central Florida, BYU, Cincinnati expected to be added to the Big 12 on Monday. On Monday? On Monday. So while we're sleeping in. I didn't think that could happen that fast. Hopefully the announcement or the invitation will come on Monday. Again, I think the Big 12 is... I wish nothing but total failure to the Big 12. They uh, are arrogant. Uh, Bob Bowlesby seems completely incompetent. I don't understand how people arrive at positions of leadership and are so ignorant to it. Well, they completely fell apart when, I mean, Oklahoma and Texas are out the door. Yeah, but but when A&M left and Nebraska left and Colorado left and they had chances to rebuild and they had chances to hitch their wagon to other teams and continue to make themselves relevant and they didn't. This sounds like really desperate. You know, like when you were a kid, you would, uh, this this ever happened to you, maybe you're from the generation. When I was a kid, people still spent the night at each other's houses. And like, you'd be like, hey mom, call Zach. And then Zach's mom would be like, oh, we can't. Call Chris, call Aaron. Okay, call Ryan. Okay, you go down the list, call Matt. And then like, no, all of these things. But you get to one, and then as a kid, you'd be like, Mom, tell him. He's the last person on my list, you know? <laughs> and my mom would be like, that's not what you tell people. You don't tell them you're the last person we've considered having spend the night. But you're like so desperate. You know, I feel like that's where this is. It's like the Big 12's like, hey, guys, uh, you're the last people on our list. But we really desperately need you to come join the conference or we're going to fall apart. And uh, it'll be interesting. Can you name the teams one more time for me? Central Florida, Florida, Cincinnati, BYU, Houston. I mean, I I do like that. It actually moves the Big Twelve back to twelve teams. I think, like those are those are desirable teams. Um, to I I think that's going to help them a lot. Orlando market, yeah. Houston market. Yep, those are two good. Central Florida, largest university by enrollment in the country. That's positive. Uh, Cincinnati gets you in Big Ten country, gets yeah. you a footprint up in Big Ten country. Cincinnati's ranked number eight in the country right now, and of course BYU, uh, man, that that gets you in with the Mormons, which is a huge population. Praise, Praise the Lord, <laughs> and gets you out west, yeah. which I think could open the door to Big Twelve adding a few other teams out that way. But yeah. we'll see. Let's hit the rundown real fast, and we'll end with a fun playoff scenario here: the Atlantic Coast Conference. Who plays in the Atlantic Coast Conference uh, Championship game? You've got Clemson, obviously. Well, do we even have to put another team in there? It'd I mean, probably be Clemson-Miami. Okay, you said Clemson-Miami? Yeah. I couldn't disagree with you more. You're forgetting about the legend, the one and only, the Fighting Mac Browns from Chapel Hill. And I'm telling you right now, Clemson, North Carolina, playing in the ACC Championship game. And Mac Brown's got him rolling, man. Don't sleep on him. Texas South Carolina has let me down the past couple years. Texas is still trying to replace North Carolina. They're still trying to replace Mac Brown. They're still trying to find a coach. All right. So we're split there. Clemson, Miami, or Clemson, North Carolina. Okay, let's go to the Big 12. The Big 12 plays a round-robin tournament. They don't have divisions, but they still then take the two teams. So two teams will have played each other in the regular season, and then we'll turn around and play each other in the Championship game. Who you got in the Big 12 championship game? 
Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma and Texas. Now the experts say Oklahoma, Iowa State. Matt Campbell turned down. Matt Campbell turned down the Lions job. I, I like that. To, I like to go back to Iowa State, it's going to prove costly. I think OU Texas, I'm with you. And I my prediction is uh, Texas will win the Red River rivalry game, but then lose the Big 12 championship. I think mm. Sark coaches them up, mm. gets all the Longhorns on the 40 acres are rolling. We got the hook them, sick them. Cook them, whatever they do there. I can't go against my word. I told Ken that I thought they were going to lose to Oklahoma both times. No, I, 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 stick to I, I think I think we go. Uh, I think we go a split there. Let's look at the Big Ten. Big Ten, you're not impressed with Ohio I'm State not last with night. Ohio State, but okay. But I, I just, I gotta see. I gotta see where everybody else is at. Um, and until somebody else proves me wrong. I'm gonna go Ohio State. I think Penn State. Okay. I think Penn State is on the cusp. Um, I, I want. I want to see Wisconsin. I want to see what they have to offer. Okay. Um, but for now, I'm gonna go with Ohio State until somebody proves me wrong. Yeah. Uh. So Ohio State will be in the title game, no doubt. And I was torn on who they would play. So I spent hours and hours looking into this, really just trying to get a feel. A lot of Big Ten teams that are ranked, and I feel very confident coming to my conclusion you ready for this ohio state versus who cares it really doesn't matter the big 10 is terrible they are trash the big 10 football is boring ohio state gets such a pass they look so much fresher in the playoffs because they don't play anyone who runs a four or five is there's not one guy ready for this what we're talking about all this like teams moving conferences Ohio State should join the ACC. Yeah. Why? No. It's smarter for them to stay put. Because Wisconsin, Illinois, Penn State, Minnesota, not one of those guys have a have a player that runs a 4-4. They have 900-pound plodding line. They run straight ahead like a brick wall. Ohio State has one guy that can go left and right, and they're, un, they're unbeatable. No one in the Big Ten can play with Ohio State. And it's Ohio State versus who cares? I really don't care. All right, let's go to the Pac-12. Hey, does the Pac-12 still play football? The Pac-12 set out last year. We're not going to play. We are going to play. Somehow the Pac-12 gets to be considered a Power 5 conference, which I don't understand. The Pac-12 signed an alliance with the Big Ten and the ACC. What does that even entail? Uh, basically, it was um, nothing. It said, we are in alliance, and we will do our best to schedule more games against each other. Oh, okay. That's it. Nice. It's, it's, it's meaningless. Uh, it's like a love letter in elementary school. Okay. You know? There's there's no teeth to it. No teeth to it. Okay. Uh, you got any teams out of the Pac-12? Oh, I don't I just, even I don't even know who's good in the Pac-12. I just put Oregon. Oregon. That's probably about the only team that... You, you only know them because they're jerseys. Let me tell you what's better than Pac-12 football. American Athletic Conference. No, you know what's better no. than Pac-12 football? The American Texas Athletic Conference football. is better than Texas the Pac-12 football. Yes, this is true. So <laughs> I'm not even giving you a Pac-12 pick. I'm giving you the American Athletic Conference championship game. Cincinnati Bearcats. Ooh, I love it. And say it. Against. You're going to say it. Your. Houston Cougars. 
I'll cheer for Houston. Let's go. I'll even wear a Houston shirt. Let's go. Cincinnati, Houston in the American Athletic Conference Championship game. But I don't think they'd be Cincinnati. No, that's okay. They're just in the game. We're just happy to be in the okay. game. Okay, happy to be here, part of the team. Okay, and that brings us to the best conference in all of football. Let's be honest. Um, it's better than probably uh, one-third of the divisions in the NFL, and that is the SEC. Mm. Basically... There's, you know, I'm gonna pick there's so 14 add. teams in the SEC, but only one team seems to win it. Alabama wins it again. If so, who do they beat? Uh, it'd be between Georgia and Florida, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards Georgia. Okay, so you got Alabama, Georgia, SEC beating Georgia SEC championship game. Yep. Uh, I agree with you about Georgia. I disagree with you about Alabama. Mm, I don't even want to have this conversation with you. You know where I'm going with this. Hey, this no joke. There are people if who've known me. Talk about the team that's there, forty-five there, minutes away. There are people who've known me my whole life, we, and their minds we are blown right now. Be friends. Their minds are blown right now. Here we go. We can Georgia versus the fighting Texas Aggies. Whoop them! Mark it down. A and M pulls the upset, and A and M. As much as this pains me, I just have to speak truth to our listeners. All four of them. You're just okay. all you're doing, and you're doing it on purpose. Is, is hyping up Texas A&M so everyone around here gets gets excited. A&M, and then they're gonna roll into Bryant Denny Stadium and get absolutely whooped. Put it and down. They're all gonna be deflated. Put it down. Deflated. A&M. Put it down. A&M deflated. versus Georgia. Deflated. So give me who is your playoff? Well, you're obviously already wrong. Okay. All right. So. Number one, Alabama plays number four. I'm probably going to stick with Ohio State. Number two, Clemson versus number three, Oklahoma. Okay. And then I, Alabama, Clemson in the national championship. Yeah, listen, I I don't I don't hate those I don't hate those matchups at all. Ohio State's the only if you want because if Texas and M is as good as you say, and their only loss. Is to Alabama, I think they might can sneak in there at four. For what's worth, podcast. Podcast. Listen, Alabama and A and M play here. That game's here, Kyle no, Field. Yes, it, it is. Was here last year. No, it's right here. No shot. It's right here. Does it really? Yes, it How is. How much are tickets? They're I don't know. We can get some. We can go October 9th. twenty twenty one football schedule, October 9th. Wow, I'm stoked, bro. I was disappointed. I Saturday. wasn't disappointed because it was in Brian Denny Stadium. There you but go. I was disappointed because I really wanted to go. This what worries me. This what worries me. That's what worries me. What? I mean, Kyle Phil is a hard place to play. The last time Texas A&M was anywhere good. I'm just telling you. When they you, had you cannot expect zone. if if Alabama slips, if if A and M beats Bama and they get them at home. Here's the rest of AM's schedule. I mean, where are they going to trip up? They get Mississippi State at home. They get Arkansas at ATT Stadium. They don't have to play that game. On I think the, road. the team that their their non-conference is Kent State, Colorado, and New Mexico at Missouri, home for Auburn, home for South Carolina, at Ole Miss. Don't forget, November 20th, they really ramp up their schedule and play Prairie View. And then they're at LSU Thanksgiving weekend before having the SEC championship game. If they beat Bama, then 
they're not gonna they're they may lose they may trip up somewhere but they're not gonna trip up twice and it scares that it scares me to death so here's my playoff for you you ready Ohio State OU Clemson Texas A&M you think wait put them in order uh I've got Ohio State one what oh Ohio State no one shot. OU will be two After last night you Clemson, put them at three. one that offense, dude, is prolific. Oh my God. And AM four. So, Aggies, don't let me down. Let, let it be sleeper. known. Let it be known. I'm talking about a sleeper team. Sure. Probably the only team I'm worried about. M- more of a sleeper team than I just pulled AM out and put them in the sleeper. playoff? AM is not sleeper. This has been in conversation for a year now. Since I mean, football you got, last year, you got, people have been all hyped up on Texas AM. Okay. Here's my sleeper. Let's hear the sleeper. Ole Miss. Not for the playoffs. I got you. But for for pulling an upset, I don't I don't I'm still gonna stick with Alabama being Texan and the only team I'm worried about Alabama okay. losing to is Ole Miss. Okay, well A and M travels to Ole Miss on Saturday. Now the next week they play Prairie View, so they may be looking ahead to that game. Maybe that's a look ahead. They they slip up at Ole Miss knowing the Prairie View when it, when they Panthers, play Ole Miss? November thirteenth. November thirteenth. On a I Saturday. think Ole Miss is a good football team. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, and and everybody yes, in the SEC go is good. Out. Just know that if that's not true. Just know Tennessee sucks. The expectation, sucks. the the expectation is through the roof. The through the roof Aggies. The expectation is through the roof. There, there. This is no like maybe next year. You are the favorite. You are heavily favored, and there is no there is no hiding that fact. So if you fail, you have failed to achieve when all expectations are on you that's it that's it that's all you got anything else any other predictions you want to throw out there no no you uh, heard my feelings you heard my feelings hey we got some wild stuff we, we will chronicle these in the for what it's worth journal it will come back at the end of the year yep and, and we see who's right yep and uh we're gonna write these results down in our journal uh, that we got free from Nancy's Note Shop down on oh, 6100 Main Street. She's such a sweetheart. Yeah, Thank you, Nancy. Nancy's Note Shop. If you can write it, she's got something to write it on, uh, selling the latest in journals, paper, pencils, pens, highlighters, markers. If you need to write it down, don't type it. Go to Nancy's Note Shop, 6100 Main Street. And remember, if you can find it, she got a journal free for you, thanks to the For What It's Worth podcast say there was something that dawned on me today we are looking ahead uh we are predicting our things and we did our fantasy draft last night you and me did we argued about it according to the impartial people at yahoo sports my team drafted out as the highest grade yours drafted out as a c plus and you were immediately blowing me up following the draft saying hey i drafted this guy this guy this guy's gonna be great this guy's gonna be awful uh, we just did that right now for 45 minutes. This team's going to be great. This team's going to be awful. At the end of the day, we don't know. We don't know it all. And certainly, um, that is just a thought that's fresh on my mind. And this morning as I was reading, I was just thinking about how much we don't know. We don't know about our days. We don't know about tomorrow. And yet I come across Psalm 139. And the psalmist just tells us just this incredible truth. Uh, that says, you've searched me and known me. 
you know when I sit down, you know when I rise up. And Psalm 139 ends with just a powerful reminder to search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, know my thoughts, and see if there be any hurtful way in me. And I love this thought. And lead me in the way everlasting. We don't have a clue who's going to win any of these things. Time will tell. But we also don't have any clue uh, how our life is going to play out. What we know is tomorrow is not promised. Today is the day that the Lord has given us. And it is known by him. We are intimately known by him. Our thoughts, our feelings, our ups and downs, our success and our failures. And maybe for you today, you will be trying to fill in all the gaps, all the guesswork. And maybe wherever you are, wherever you're listening, you would just stop and say, man, Lord, just search me. Know my heart. Know what's going on, Lord. And know that you will lead me in the way everlasting. It sure is good to be back, isn't it? Absolutely. Great to be it's back. It's good to be back on a podcast. And we'll look for... Uh, We'll look for you down the road. We'll have another podcast coming back. Just remember, this has been our opinion. It's what we think, and we hope it's of some value to you for what it's worth.